What if you had unlimited access to the creator of the universe? What if you could talk to the one who spoke the universe into existence and who created you as you are? What if you could have a genuine relationship with the one who tells the seas where to stop and the moon where to sit in its place? Well, according to the Bible, you can. There are two ideas that tend to be in conflict with one another when we talk about God or any other higher being in any religion for that matter. Transcendence and eminence. Transcendence is the idea that God exists outside of human understanding or contact. Eminence is the opposite, meaning that God can be experienced and understood within the constraints of humanity. The amazing thing about the Christian God is that he is both transcendent and eminent. He's transcendent in the fact that in his glory and power, he is indefinitely above humanity and outside of our understanding. Yet, he is imminent in that he is ever-present in his creation, and he invites personal relationship with humanity. So what does that mean for us? That means that we can have and cultivate personal relationships with God Almighty. And not only that, but he also wants us to have and cultivate personal relationships with him. It is both a privilege and a calling. So, we're able to establish a personal relationship with the creator of the universe, but why don't we? Why is it that so many people neglect their relationships with God in favor of other things or other pursuits? I think this is because God tends to not be our true God. We get so wrapped up in menial and temporal things that we forget the opportunity we have to forge this relationship. We fall into worship of work, money, fame, and even other relationships. And we put time and energy into those instead of into our relationship with God himself who created those things. We worship the creation rather than the creator. How many of us do this without even realizing it? We become deceived by our sinful natures in trading the ultimate worth of God for the menial worth of our sin. Sin always promises more than it can give, and it always costs more than we can pay. See, in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, we have two choices which sit in front of us each day. Are we going to choose sin, which costs us our lives and leads to death? Or are we going to choose the free gift of God, of eternal life, which costs us nothing? It's free. So why don't we take it? Why don't we take it? All of this comes to a head when we talk about our relationship with God. 
It's been said that Christianity is not a religion, it's a relationship. And I applaud that. I think that I think that that's a very good way of emphasizing the relational aspect. And yet, anyone who has ever been in a serious relationship can attest that relationships take work. They're not things that just happen overnight or that work themselves out. We have to take responsibility to cultivate our own personal relationship with Christ. And guess what? The stronger our relationship with Christ is, the easier it will be to choose the free gift of eternal life rather than the wages of sin every single day. So, how do we cultivate our relationships with Christ? Ask any marriage or relationship counselor and they will tell you that the key component in any successful relationship is communication. It's a tale as old as time. If there is no communication, the relationship falls apart. How do we communicate with God? The answer is simple. Through his word and through prayer. I fear that Christians today have lost a sense of awe and appreciation for the word of God. We know it's there and we know it's important. But we don't act like it. We don't thirst for the word. We don't crave it, as David talks about in the Psalms. Oftentimes, I, I think that's because we don't truly understand what it is. In theology, there's a term called progressive revelation. What it means is that the Bible is God's way of revealing himself progressively. As you read through the Bible, you learn more and more about God. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, when it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You learn that God is powerful and that he is creative and the creator. As you go along in the story of Exodus, you learn in Exodus chapter 34, verse 6 through 7, that God is compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in loyal love and faithfulness. Yet, you also learn that he is just, and he will not declare innocent the guilty. The Bible continues this path of revealing God's character and how he interacts with us, his creation, all the way till the end. How can you be in a relationship with someone if you don't know who they are? There are so many rumors that go around about who God is, but we need to take the time to go to his words and see who he tells us he is. The Bible is God's communication with us. We just have to read it and use it. It tells us who he is, who we are, what the world is, and what he expects and wants from us. We should, we should be careful to know it and to experience it for ourselves instead of collecting second-hand information from other people. This is one of the biggest ways God communicates to us. How can we communicate back to Him? We can talk to Him through genuine prayer. The reason I added the word genuine is because prayer can become routine. 
It can become words that we know we're supposed to say but lack meaning and heart. God wants our genuine loyalty. In Hosea chapter 6, verse 6, God says, For I delight in loyalty rather than sacrifice, and in the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. God doesn't want us to just check the boxes of the things that we know we're supposed to do. He wants us to intimately know Him by showing genuine loyalty with which we can show through spiritual disciplines like prayer. We can genuinely talk to God and tell Him exactly what we're thinking. Considering that He knows our thoughts anyway, we should be able to genuinely express our thoughts and feelings to Him in prayer and petition. These two things, being in God's Word and being in prayer regularly, largely constitutes what it means to cultivate a relationship with God. And here's the thing, no one can do it for you. You have to put in the time and effort to get to know God and to experience Him for yourself. I can promise you, you won't regret it. Give Him a chance to show Himself to you, and He will always come through. Saints of God, let us pray. Dear Lord, I pray today that you would show yourself to all of us. I pray that you would make your character clear to us so that we might know that you are a loving and near God, that you desire a relationship with us. God, I pray that you, will, that you would fill us with your spirit and give us a love for you and for your word. I pray that we can be disciplined and passionate about spending time with you each and every day, and that we would worship with you with all that we are. Please be with us as we embark on this spiritual journey to know you more. We pray all these things in your precious and mighty name. Amen.